Welcome back to Art Supply Insiders. My name is Jeff Morrow, and we get to talk with a, an old friend of ours, Schminka, who we talked to a couple of times before, and you'll see on the when, when you go to look at them, it's called Schminka One. And today we're going to talk a little bit more in depth with them about their commitment to sustainability, because in the art industry, sustainability is a big big thing. So we've got Marcel Kuhns back. And Marcel, if you don't recall, is the international key account manager for Schmenka. And Marcel, welcome back. Thank you very much, Jeff. And uh, I'm really excited to be back uh, on the show and have uh, the honor to talk a little more in depth about, uh, yeah, about sustainability and how we implement it here. Well, tell me a little bit why why does sustainability matter so much at Schmenka? Well, um, let's 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 start by by thinking um, how we or where we started actually. So, in in eighteen eighty one, um, sustainability wasn't wasn't no. too present in in the no. society. But, uh, since since a couple of years or a couple of decades ago. Um, sustainability matters more than ever before and um, we are producing or we have just a single factory here in germany so one one location um so we um produce 100 percent um here in germany so 100 percent made in germany as well and we um since since the beginning we were striving not only for economic success which is obvious but but as well environmentally and social aspects matter and uh so uh, last time i mentioned the latin saying we uh, our founders um gave us meliora cogito which is um in in english translated it's uh, i strive for the best implemented into what we uh, do on a daily business we are striving to optimize um whatever we can and um this as well on on sustainability aspects so what specifically is it that you are doing as it relates to sustainability is it the the way you do your manufacturing is it the 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 way you use the products the materials can you give us a little bit more in the in the specifics i i think the most uh, or the best example is um that we have um solar panels um on on our roof oh um so the entire premise is covered by solar panels and we established them in 2010 so um 13 years ago which is quite a long time thinking back um that solar panels in let's say in the last five years were uh, evolving so we've been here in the area one of the very first um having solar panels and establishing that and um, fun fact on the site, uh, this is actually how I started with Schminke during high school um, uh, in, as, a, as a holiday job, cleaning the solar panels on the roof. Uh, oh, my goodness. How fun is that? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I started at a sustainability aspect of Schminke um, back, back in the days. No. And by these solar panels, now clean and fresh, um, we can... Um, um, or seventy percent of the total uh, company's energy we can cover 
by by um, the solar panels. And saying that, um, we can reduce on on average uh, 174 tons of CO2 emissions by that. Wow! And wow. Um, so we are um, we are striving for CO2 neutrality. Uh, we are on a good track, so 93, 94% is already, um, is already uh, neutral. And I think uh, that the last 6, 7% in the, in the upcoming years is um, definitely feasible. And um, this is uh, one part. So solar panels, solar energy. Mm -hmm. um, we have charging stations for, for our uh, for mm. cars. Um, so for the hybrid or fully electric cars, our, our staff and employees can charge if they have a car um, or electric car, uh, charge for free during the time they're here. And um, uh, if we are even more sustainable, uh, we <laughs> ride our bike to, to, the, uh, to the office. Wow. And so we, since last year, we have a bike leasing program for our employees so that they could um, ride the bike um, to to the office each and every day. You have a a, a bike leasing program, so, yeah, so the the employees can lease bicycles from you so that they can go to and from their home and to work. Exactly, and even do a a bike tour um, on the weekend with a family. Really. Yeah. Wow. I'd never heard of anything like that. That's very, very cool. Now, I know that you guys also do everything you can to keep chemicals out of your products. I know we can't do that in the industry 100%, but talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So we are trying to keep um, the chemicals out of the products, but as well out of the out of the system or the, the environment in a way um, um, we this leads to to wastewater so the water mm. for for our production we need a lot of water for cleaning our um, yeah uh, tanks etc and and batches um, and we need a lot of um, fresh water and we need a lot of hot water because cleaning with hot water is much easier so Hot water heated up at the roof, um, and um, the water eventually um, goes into wastewater treatment. And uh, for us, these are four tanks which are um, newly renovated, so four cleaning processes, four stages of cleaning um, the water we use, and thereafter it goes to the to the public um, uh, wastewater treatment. And um, so it's already clean by then. So all the particles um, mm. in our pigments, etc., uh, we we take out of the water and then give uh, give it back to um, to the public um, water system. And um, so that's the in-house process. But as well, um, this leads um, to to the products as well. We are striving more and more to. Um, yeah, to natural products, um, to vegan products, and um, wow, uh, all in all, uh, to to sustainable aspects here. Um, this goes 
um, or to, to give some, some examples, we have um, released uh, Random Gray. This has been um, the first um, sustainable product we did. Um, and Random Gray uh, is... Um, we take um, the, the pastel residuals. So during our pastel production, um, which are, are our pastels are, let's say, 100% um, or almost 100% pigment, just a right. minimum amount of binder to, to hold the structure. So um, we take the, the particles falling off during the production, during the handmade process, we collect them. And at the end of the year, um, we take all the pigments together, um, 400 uh, different uh, pastels we produce. And um, so if you take a, a, a yellow, uh, blues, greens, uh, et cetera, all together, um, you mix it, you get a gray. Yes, and you do. Some year you have more, we produce more blues. In some other year, it's maybe green. Um, so it's always a random gray. And we, we started doing that um, with an oil paint. So um, taking that pigment, grind it down and mix it with, um, with our oils and released a random gray, a limited edition, uh, fully really? sustainable. And um, yeah, so saying that, um, we, we started with an oil paint um, or a random gray oil paint and oils... Um, is as well some some uh, raw material which is renewable linseed oil safflower oil yeah uh, poppy oil all of that is renewable so in that area we are as well looking for um yeah sustainability so tell me a little bit about this random gray what do people use that for do they use it for sketching do i'm not exactly sure what random gray why somebody would use it well um the application of a gray is very versatile <laughs> yeah and um so artists uh, can use it as you say for for sketching you you can use the gray as as an undertone but as well for for uh -huh. certain highlights it's it's that special color um which you use I, I pose, I'm not an artist myself, but if I would use that random gray, I would use it for for certain highlights. I mean, uh, look at look at urban sceneries. Um, you could uh, use it for for a dusty um, for a dusty uh, sky. Um, the first random gray was was uh, a slight um, slighter coolish uh, bluish gray. Okay. So, um, that's that's perfect for for skies, I I would say. But as as always, there are no no limits or no there right limits. application for for a certain color. But um, we um, afterwards we we did an acrylic, um, so using our acrylic binder. And um, this year it's not released yet, but it will be a <laughs> pastel edition. So we we're using uh, the pastel residuals for uh, a new pastel stick and um wow this is an uh, and very very exciting um field and we we got phenomenal feedback about the idea in in general but but as well uh, the color gives gives you a certain certain highlight in in your painting and so you do this 
once a year? Is that kind of what it is that you do? Yeah. So we, we do that once a year. Um, so the first um, edition was edition um, 221. Uh-huh. Uh, last year we did 222 and uh, this year is 223. So um, wow. edition 223 then um, collects all the, uh, all the residuals from the past year. And so over the year during the past cell production, we collect all that um, in, in our lab. And they grind it down at the end of uh, of the year to uh, to a gray. And as as I said, four hundred different pastels we we produce. Uh, there's always a unique mixture at the end of the day or at the end of the year um, created. Well, I, I've never heard of this process. And now I've been involved with sustainability with a number of companies, but literally you guys are taking the residuals and stuff that most people just throw away and back into the environment. And you're finding a way to reuse it and literally make a brand new product out of it. You're absolutely right. And, um, in, in the last year we did, um, Somehow similar, um, we did a liquid charcoal. So if you think of charcoal. Um, liquid charcoal. I'm sorry, I jumped in. You just said liquid charcoal. Exactly. So this oh. is, um, so you, you, your question mark in your eyes um, is what yes. we've heard many, uh, many times before. Um, sorry, Marcel, is it liquid charcoal? And um, because, you know, charcoal, um, so burnt wood yeah, and uh, as, as a solid stick. And um, this is, so we are striving to do um, 100% self-developed products. And um, so only the metal tins um, aren't uh, what we, uh, we, we're not producing our metal tins on our own, but we do have a, um, a long-term partner here in Germany doing that. And at one production meeting, we talked about um, the one Mussini um, chest, so our Mussini resin oil paints. We have a very uh, precious um, wooden um, chest, and there's a solid um, charcoal stick inside. And mm-hmm. we, we were discussing that here and thought, well, um, how can we reinvent that? Or what's there, there must we, we're producing so many tubes uh, a year, so there there must be any way to to have that in in a tube because um, in the if you apply a charcoal, it's very you very dirty. Oh yeah, but but for oil paint, it's especially an essential essential, uh, essential material. So. We thought um, reinventing that um, not only by using wood, um, we are completely natural in this field as we are using fruit seeds as the basis for our liquid charcoal. Hmm. In other terms, we use grape seeds, um, cherry pits, and peach stones, each one separately. Um, and burn them, um, so charcoal them, 
grind them down to be used as a pigment and mix it with gum arabic, which is our natural binder for, for the watercolors. Right. And so by that, we're not only having three different kinds of charcoal. So the grape is slightly bluish, a little cooler. Um, sherry, uh, a brown, brownish, warmer color. And peach, interestingly, is, is not warm. It's rather neutral black. Really? And um, so by that, we, um, yeah, we're able to have a charcoal, not made of wood, but out of very sustainable, I mean, those seeds and, and stones mm. you would throw away. Well, and, yeah. Um, so we're a healthy company. We have to eat a lot oh. of fruits uh, to make that product <laughs> uh, <laughs> possible and to produce it. And no, but we um, we weren't really sure at at the very beginning whether this um, is a product um, which is well received. But by by now, we have it in our standard offering um, in in a thirty five mil tube, and uh, it's it's going um, super strong. And um, I mean, a, a solid stick of of charcoal you use for for underpainting, but right. liquid charcoal. You could use for for as as a gouache paint, for example. You could even purely use the three colors or even one color to do your painting. Wow, I I, I mean, you just kind of blown my mind with liquid charcoal because I've I've oil painted in the past and I've you know used the vines where you sketch it out and <laughs> then you you put a fixative over it and 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 it's it's messy. But this, so this comes in a tube? Yeah. And then you squeeze it out and uh, do you mix it with water or anything? Or do you just take it straight from the tube? Uh, you, you take it straight, uh, straight from the tube. You, you apply it like, like a gouache paint or like a, like a watercolor. So it's water dilutable as it's a gum arabic binder. And um, so it's very easy to apply. And it's not dirty at all. Because you you, you yeah. can control it perfectly with with your brush, and um, yeah, so it's a great alternative uh, to the solid charcoal. You could even use it solid charcoal together, but um, why? <laughs> it's just like why? Let's just use this. Exactly, and uh, gives gives you um, a little more variety in in that field. My goodness, you just kind of took my uh, my thought process away from me because I'd never heard of anything like that. Is is there anything else in your line where sustainability really touches the product as much as it does with this? Um, yes. So uh, we have released um, this year an, a fully vegan oil paint line. So... By saying a vegan that, oil, oil a ve let me let me try that again. Vegan oil paint line. Exactly. What does that mean, <laughs> Jeff? You can't eat it. <laughs> <laughs> That's, well, I'm not vegan, so I probably wouldn't. But <laughs> I can see. <laughs> no, but um, so with Norma Blue, that's the name of of the the paint. Um, we have released uh, 48 um, solvent-free colors, um, which um, don't use any um, any cobalt, nor cadmium, or zinc oxide pigments. 
um, fully uh, fully odorless or reduced um, reduced smell, so that you can easily paint in in uh, smaller apartments or rooms. And um, by by doing that, it's it's fully uh, fully vegan. So those um, and the vegan trend um, now matters matters more than ever before. Absolutely. So we um, we were uh, investigating that uh, in in that field um, because even here uh, in our staff there many many um, striving for for the vegan um, in their everyday life. It's not only vegan what you what you eat, but it's it's more than that. So oh, we want to want to wanted to take take part in that and. Um, so Norma Blue is the little brother of our Norma Professional line. Okay. Norma Professional is our premium oil paint, which um, I've already touched base a little in, in the past interview. Um, so it's a premium line, uh, 84 colors, um, very uh, rich in pigment and uh, highest possible uh, amount of, of pigment. And so we took the exact same pigmentation um, and did a water mixable uh, version out of that. So you can clean this with water. Exactly. So it's you can clean your equipment easily with uh, with water. Um, well, you you could combine a water mixable or Norma Blue with uh, a Norma Professional or any preferred oil paint. Oh. But then it, 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 um, yeah. It's not vegan it at that point. It's the water mixability. Um, but, but if you have certain highlight colors, which you would like to use as, as a traditional oil paint, you might use them. But at the end of the day, it's um, for those always wanting um, or always dreaming for, for an oil paint, but having certain certain allergies for turpentines or, or other solvents um they were the barrier was was quite high and um with norma blue um a fully um yeah solvent free um paint we've reduced that barrier um maybe as well acrylic painters who um always like the the butteriness of of the oil paint the gloss um and with with Norma Blue at a really high um, pigmentation, you are able to do that. My goodness, you guys have taken this uh, a very long way. Uh, something I meant to ask you early on in our interview is, I know that you know paper usage is huge out there, and I, I read on your website that you only use. Uh, pulp and, and paper from sustainable forests. Is that correct? That's that's correct. So um, I mean, and reducing paper is um, somehow easy. So we are striving um, to to have all our internal processes um, digitally. So um, yeah, I mean, in the past we we printed everything and. and yes. uh, I, to deliver it from one place to another. <laughs> um, so we're, we're trying to reduce that tremendously. And this is an easy habit you, you could um, implement in your in your day-to-day -day life. But somehow paper or carton, um, we, we can't really reduce, but, but right. 
um, for for outer outer packaging um, of of our of our tubes, but as well the sets um, or the the boxes to ship. Um, right. Say we we can't eliminate that fully, but in in that case, we're trying to um, use renewable um, resources and and um, yeah, implement that the the best way possible. Well, I, I, wow is all I can say. Is is, is it, it? It seems to me that Schmenka is probably leading the industry in sustainability in their products in 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 the products that they use in the products that they they offer to the end user is there anything that we've forgotten to talk about as it relates to sustainability in schminka no i think uh, this this covers um mainly um or this covers mainly everything and it's personally i i really feel that the sustainability and all the natural uh, vegan is and very interesting field. Yeah. So you can expect much more um, in, in that area from Schminke as this is um, next to striving for, for the best pigmentation. We really have an, we really are um, striving for um, CO2 neutrality. And just by saying that we are um, really believe in sustainability and, and giving back um, the, the best, the best possible. Well, uh, Marcel, uh, please thank everyone at Schmenka for not only what you do for our industry, but what you guys are doing for our planet. We really appreciate it. We just have that one planet, and uh, let's preserve that the best way possible. And um, yeah, it's just it's just paint we we do, but but um, it's it's a very small part. But um, it's something, and uh, we truly believe in that. Well, it's more than just a small part in our industry. Uh, you guys are, are leading the way, and hopefully every other manufacturer in our art and craft industry uh, pick up and do the same thing as you. Again, Marcel, thank you very, very much for being on. And as you continue to innovate and come out with new and unique products, we'd love to have you back. Thank you very much, Jeff, and thank you, everybody, for, for listening and taking the time to, to listen to some sustainability aspects here, here at Schmincke. It's great. You've been listening to the Art Supply Insiders. Check back with us often as we talk about the world of art and craft supplies. If you'd like to hear more of these podcasts, please hit the subscribe button on your preferred podcast platform. And we'd appreciate it if you tell a friend about us. If you'd like to show your support and help us continue these wonderful podcasts, please consider going to our website and hitting the support button at artsupplyinsiders.com. Now go out and create something. <laughs>